0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Kai and Pepper. I am Meg Wall. And I'm Essa Dahoma, and the Spice Girls said it best it's time to spice up your life.
1: Coming up, we're going to be talking about Mastery, having an interview with a Red Blacks player, and talking a little bit about how Dylan Sprouse of the Sweet Life and Zach and Cody changed careers. Let's get into it.
0: In twenty eighteen, Dylan Sprouse became the voice of a video game he developed himself.
1: Yeah, the former sweet life of Zack and Cody star left Hollywood and went straight to the classroom.
0: At the time he was actually quoted saying, I studied video game design. The one thing I knew for sure about myself is I didn't want to study acting.
1: It's a great example that you can never stop learning as an individual. And sometimes that just involves changing careers, changing paths, even just changing your hobbies so you can continue learning and growing.
0: 100%. And like I feel like when people look at celebrities, athletes, um, anyone in a high profile position, you automatically view them as they've mastered it. They've figured out exactly what they want. And this is their end all be all goal. And it's actually interesting because our guest today is going to show us exactly how that's not always the
1: case. Yeah, I'm looking really forward to talking with him and hearing what he has to say.
0: Perfection and mastery were concepts I heard about a lot as a kid. Meg and I, we both did gymnastics. So Meg, you know exactly where I'm coming from when I talk about always wanting to get better and always wanting to master a new skill.
1: Yeah, I I still (laughs) can sometimes hear my former coach who is from... Czech Republic. Uh, Really great guy, really knowledgeable. I'm not even going to attempt his accent because I'm terrible at accents, (laughs) but I can still hear him sometimes yelling at my former eight-year-old self, uh, like, do you want to do this or not? (laughs) If you wanted wanted it bad enough, you
0: would have done it right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and there is a thing, uh, not even just gymnastics, but I think for a lot of sports, you envision what you're going to do you you think about where you want to go where you want to land a lot of uh, visualization yeah, yeah. and so you see you visualize it and then you go for it you do it to the best of your capabilities it's not going to work out every single time on the first try yeah but you keep sure. visualizing where you want to go and hopefully you land there and if you don't you'll land somewhere better what is your definition of a successful and a happy life? <sighs> Meg. <laughs> <laughs> Such a loaded question. That is a loaded
0: question. But it shouldn't be, right? <laughs> it really shouldn't be. It should be really straightforward and simple, actually. Um, the happiest time I've ever had, like the happiest moments in my life were the moments where like I would wake up first thing in the morning happy. Like super like not just happy, like, you know how I am. I'm super energetic. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean like jumping out of bed, like just doing cartwheels around the house, like literally like that. My successful and happy life looks like me waking up every single morning, singing, good morning,
1: like literally. <laughs> like a princess. Like, I am in the one. Disney movies. You I know? am one. Like Snow White, singing Better to the birds. Better than Disney. They wish they could be me. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> We'll get you walking around Disney World any day now. All right, Meg.
0: Ready for this? I've got a joke for you. All right. What is at the end of a rainbow?
1: Isn't it a pot of gold? You Try know, like leprechauns and stuff? <laughs> Try again. Simpler than that. There is nothing. W. W w (laughs) i i'm i'm gonna need oh oh like like the word rainbow oh gosh oh that's bad listen in
0: life you need to go you need to let go of your old beliefs to become a master of your new reality okay i said a rainbow i said what's at the end of the rainbow you automatically thought pot of gold i would have thought pot of gold too because that's what we've been trained to think Come on, Meg. It was easier than that. Don't play yourself.
1: (laughs) We are sheep, aren't we?
0: (laughs) I love sharing my favorite poets with you guys. So today I have Sarah Kay up my sleeve. She said, when I hear other people's stories, I like to believe that they contribute to my encyclopedia of human experience. The stories I hear help me expand my definition of what love is, what pain feels like, what sacrifice means, what laughter can do.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I think what Sarah Kay is saying here is that it's really important to be surrounded by different people, not just the same people. You don't want to be stuck in the same bubble with the same thoughts because you're never going to grow as a person. You're not going to ever discover what is new out there. I think that's just kind of one of the most exciting things about being a human is that every human is different and... You don't always agree with other people, obviously, because we are all different and coming from different perspectives. And then there's the whole nature, nurture debate. But I really like encyclopedia of human experience.
0: There are so many times in like, like so many points in your life where you feel like, oh, I can't do anything. I don't know what this is. And then you reach a point where you're like, I feel like I'm too good for this. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. And you feel like you've outgrown it and you need to go back to being an amateur. Like there's something like peaceful about not being the smartest one in the room, not being the strongest one in the room, like, cause you are the one that has more space to grow.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like us, we're in journalism. We're constantly talking to new people and yeah. finding out what they have to say because we are supposed to be neutral, unbiased. Obviously we're not, but yeah, uh, <laughs> we do our best, but taking the time to hear somebody else's stories and changing your opinion on things and understanding that there are just so many different experiences in the world. I think that's really important.
0: Our guest on today's episode is a good friend of mine, actually, he's been playing with the Ottawa Red Blacks for four years since graduating from Carleton University with a degree in engineering. And now he's also the owner of KO Solutions, a local cleaning company here in the city of Ottawa. Hi, Kenny.
2: Hi, Essa. Thanks for having me. My name is Kenny Onyeka. I go by, uh, well, I go by Kenny. uh, And I am, like Essa just kind of alluded to, I'm a professional athlete with Auto Red Blacks. I'm playing for a little while now. I recently underwent the venture of starting a cleaning company. So I'm learning every day and I'm growing through that whole thing.
0: So, what comes to mind when you hear the word mastery?
2: I think mastery goes hand-in-hand hand with practice. Like, those two words are synonymous, right? And anything you do, there's, like, obviously, the, everyone knows the famous quote, 10,000 hours you master something, right? Uh-huh. But, I mean, that is probably true realistically. I think some things are, have a little higher skill curve. It might take you 12,000 hours, but some things might take you 2,500 hours, right? So, but, yeah, when I think the, the word mastery, I think practice. It's anything you practice and you give it your all, eventually you're going to get good at it, so...
1: All these different fields, are you approaching them differently? Obviously, yep. for engineering, it's not like you're going to go listen to like some pump up music or <laughs> I don't know, like do stretches or something. But like, <laughs> how like how are you approaching these different fields?
2: Funny enough that you said that. Actually, I remember when I used to study for engineering, I used to have to listen to mostly EDM just because I felt like the course material was kind of keeping me down. Yeah, but what? the EDM was kind of keeping me up because it's more upbeat. Mm. So it's just kind of again, like I said, methods of the madness. Everyone has their own so. thing.
0: Yeah. So, Kenny, how do you know when you've mastered something?
2: Hmm. That is a very tough question, actually. Now I'm thinking about it. And kind of, to, like, slide back into my own life. I think, well, my biggest indicator of usually when I know that I've kind of gotten to a certain level of anything is you, I can usually tell through my colleagues. You know, like, you, you, like, in football, like, you go out there and you have that one game that kind of puts you on the map. You have, like, three sacks. Force fumble, and after the game, the other coach is like, "Damn, like you're a beast, bro!" Like everyone's talking. I feel like it's kind of well for me at least. It's always been that other um, team's recognition or like your colleagues' recognition. Because for me, like I've always been humble in a way where like I can be really good at certain things, but I hold myself to such a high expectations where I I probably don't think I'm as good as I actually am. Mm-hmm. So it's always like the positive reinforcement that comes from other people who are around you. And the the thing is, though, too, like people always forget the people who are around you will always see, uh, will always be able to see um, kind of the truth in, in the matter because they're a little bit more removed from it, right? When you're mm-hmm. with yourself, like think about when you're like trying to lose weight or something. Like it it might take you a while to realize you're losing weight, but the moment you lose a pound, everybody around you will notice. So it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's usually how how I know. The thing with football that is... Not not a lot of people think about when they think about football, but the the thing anyone football player knows is that it's the ultimate team sport. There's and I've anybody who's been around me knows I preach support as much as possible. Like there's nothing I'll back him up on that, that's mm -hmm. for sure. There's (laughs) a lot of things in this world, yeah, you can do it by yourself. Absolutely. Like it it can be hard it can be easy. Like it can be but it's probably gonna be a lot harder if you don't do it with other people. So whenever you can get people to support you. It's it absolutely goes a long way. No, support. I'm big on I'm big on support. I preach that. I think it's absolutely key.
1: So S and I, we're entering a new field. Ooh. Uh, you know, yeah. we went back to school yeah. and <laughs> what like advice would you give to people who are entering these new this new adventure?
2: Oh man, where, where do I even start? <laughs> I think first and foremost, the most important thing is is understanding that the way you feel is normal. Because whenever you start something new, you're gonna suck. It's almost inevitable. <laughs> You know what I mean? Some I mean, some people are more talented than others. That is what it is. But like you're never gonna be a master when you first start. There's that, there's always that transition period where it's like it's like trying to grow out your hair. You know, you have the wolfing stage and you're just you're not you're not looking good. You're not you don't want to be outside or whatever. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like it's it's understanding and acknowledging the fact that, okay, I am in this phase and it's not always gonna be like this. Like you're gonna come in, you're gonna suck. Like when I first started a business, it sucked. Almost yeah. every single day sucks. Yeah. Essie can allude to that. But <laughs> after a while, like, it just okay. it gets he, better.
0: He learned Canva. He's doing his own Canva <laughs> now, guys.
2: <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. You get better every day, right? But um, the the cool thing, I guess, about starting something new is, is the fact that it is a bit more exciting. And I, for most people who are starting something new, more or less, it m- like, it's usually something you probably like more or you think you might like more than what you're previously doing. So there is that bit of excitement. And with that excitement, I always tell people to tap into that excitement because it's that like, when you're excited about something, that's when it's easy for you to sit there and work for 14 hours. When it's something that you don't want to do or somebody else is forcing you to do, it's a lot harder to get yourself to sit there and do that, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's scary, but I, I would say the biggest advice I would give um, to anybody who's starting something new is honestly just be consistent. And you and, success and kind of like the trajectory of getting better at things isn't always linear like there's going to be some times where like you feel like you're actually getting worse like you see the result and they're slightly worse but then one day you might wake up boom and now you're 2x and you're 3x yeah. never know well
0: thanks for coming on the show kenny we really appreciate this like you've just you've given us a lot of expertise you've given a lot to our listeners and yeah
2: thanks yeah. thanks for having me this is actually pretty exciting
0: yeah
1: thanks for coming on
0: Becoming a master means using everything you gain along the way. Masters are not born. They are built. All the mistakes you made so far were necessary for you to master your destiny, whether you know what you're destined to do or not. And that's part of it, too.
1: Kind of goes back to what Kenny was saying about habit building and practicing, whether it's the 10,000 hours or not. Mm -hmm. Every single second of those, let's say just... Go with it. Ten thousand hours. Mm-hmm. Every second of those are strengthening, strengthening you, exercising, stretching those muscles. Yeah. And if you remember, there's only 24 hours in a day. You, oh, I know.
0: Can't you <laughs> can't become a, like there? It's it's physically impossible to become a master in a day if that's what it requires is ten thousand hours. You don't even have that in a day. So even like considering that you need moments, you need every single attempt, every single failure to get to that
1: 10,000. Unless you're in a movie montage from the 70s. Yes. I really liked how he mentioned also having a support system. Yes. It's kind of like what we were talking about earlier, having a community. That's why I kept like commenting when he brought that
0: up because that's something he's very, very big on is having a support system. Um, I remember a couple of years ago, I was like, when I say hyper independent, like everything, it was like, I have to do it myself. I have to do this myself. And I remember having a conversation with him and he was just like, why do you have to do all of this by yourself? <laughs> and I was just like, because like, I need to know that like, I did it. And he's like, isn't asking for help part of you doing it yourself? And in my head, I was like, why are you being smart right now? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's such a independent person response. Right? <laughs> Part of the reason why I didn't go into journalism for so long. It was my childhood dream. Mm-hmm. I just didn't pursue it because I wasn't, it's not that my parents weren't supportive of it, but they're like, it is there the any jobs? Is there, like, are you going to make enough money in it? Is it really what you want to do? I think you'd be much better suited in occupational therapy. Like, why? Oh,
0: I believe that. Yeah.
1: they were They were trying to protect you. They were, and
0: they're yeah. very supportive now. Because yeah. um, they know you've got yourself together, so they're like, you know what? She's, she'll figure it out.
1: hmm Which is nice. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this season of Cayenne Pepper. We are going to be wrapping up for the holidays. If you have enjoyed the show, let us know in the comments.
0: Yes, and don't worry, we'd be very happy to douse another
1: pinch of cayenne pepper if your palate is getting bled. And you know the drill. Head on over to cayennepepper.transistor.fm for updates and resources to cool you down after this piping hot show.
0: Thanks for joining us, and don't forget, you're never too young to wear a backpack. I'm Essa Dahoma, And I'm Meg Wall. We'll see you after class.